The nurse spoke to Hallie in a tone that made Tig want to curl up on the wrinkled bedding for a nap. Hallie, love, I have your medication here. Try some orange juice. Here you go. Inexplicably, Hallie turned, flipped the small pill into her mouth, and slammed back her orange juice like a drunk in a biker bar. She returned to her sheets and buried her arm up to her elbow in the pillowcases and searched. If I could tell you, her mother said. Behind her, Tig said, Mom, let's sit down. When her mother didn't budge, Tig said to the nurse, She had an almost photographic memory. Photographic. The emphatic way she said photographic got her mother's attention, and for just a moment she gazed at Tig with what almost seemed like clarity. But just as quickly, her mother's face fell, and she returned to yanking at her ring. I shouldn't have moved her out of my house. Her mother upended her now-empty purse for the tenth time, muttering, It's here. It's always here. You did the right thing. Just let this medicine take effect. You should go home and get some rest. Don't you work in the morning? The nurse gently massaged her mother's back. Tig pulled the bedsheets tight, arranged the waterproof pad, and retrieved a rolled-up nylon from the floor. Yes, but I'll just stay until she falls asleep. Tig placed her arm around her suddenly still mother. I've got you, Mom, she said, and guided her to the edge of the bed. Hallie sighed and said, I just can't keep it secret anymore. What, Mom? What secret? What are you looking for? Her mother sighed and said, You're nice. As if Tig were a sweet stranger who just didn't understand, and her mother couldn't be bothered to explain. A dull ache in Tig's neck woke her from a surprisingly sound sleep. She'd fallen asleep holding her mother's hand at an angle that made her arm tingle. Not wanting to let her mother go, she switched hands with her and tried to wriggle blood flow back into her cold fingers. As if disgusted by Tig's pathetic display of affection, Hallie snorted in her sleep and pulled her hand free. Seeing her mother asleep in a standard hospital bed seemed to lift the curtain of denial from Tig's vision. Her mother had always had colorful red lips, blue eyes, and yellow hair. But here in this parched place, she was monochromatic, an even palette of sand after an era of drought. Tig resisted putting a dab of lip balm onto her mother's pale lips. Her mother hated to be fussed with. When Tig had complained as a teen about getting ready for prom, saying that all her friends had appointments for updos, her mother had said, what a colossal waste of time and money. I hope you know by now that beauty is about a little lip gloss and joie de vivre. Tig believed that lesson alone had probably paid for her graduate school, since she'd avoided mani-pedis, complicated hair dyes, and spa visits. It was also a lesson in self-esteem, that self-worth cannot be bought and applied from a bottle. The unfairness that this woman from Tig's memory so ripe with life and possibility, could have been transformed into this husk of a woman, made Tig feel dry by proxy. A nurse she didn't recognize pushed a wheeled medicine cart past her mother's room and glanced inside without expression. Tig stood, stretched her back, and rocked her head side to side. Her phone lay where she'd left it on top of a comforter she'd brought from home. She'd planned to call Pete, her boyfriend, but had fallen asleep instead. 
Tig hit the power button. The phone lit up and displayed the time, 6.30. As she leisurely compared it to the wall clock with the huge numbers, Tig whispered, 6.30? Oh my god. She grabbed her bag and race walked out the door and down the hall. Before life had become impossible, she had begun her therapy hours at 7 a.m. so that people could get a little therapy high five and then go to their day jobs. Every night that she spent with her mother, 7 a.m. came sooner and sooner, and the past week it had become a habit to skid into her office while calling her dog sitter and trying to brush her hair out with dry shampoo. After a quick gargle in the clinic's bathroom, Tig drove to her office and sat behind her desk. She took a sip of coffee from the cup with, Go on, I'm listening, printed on the side. Because that's what she did as a relationship therapist. She listened. After a busy morning of one-on-one... -on -one